Hi, this is Judy, and I'm here with my sister-in-law. Mary, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Um, my name is Mary Emerson, and I have recently um, moved to the Tacoma, Washington area. And, and I am married to Judy's <laughs> favorite and only brother, John. <laughs> it's true. Do you have a first memory of when you showed up at the cherry orchard? <laughs> ah, first memory. Um, it would have been 1986. Because mm-hmm. I met your brother in 1985. And we went out there. And I had I'd grown up on the East Coast, um, lived in Baltimore my whole life, other than when I went to um, university in Delaware. And then after I graduated, I moved to Green Bay, Wisconsin and met your brother. And we started dating in the fall of 85. <laughs> and I had been hearing about Montana. And I was getting to know this very different person than some, <laughs> anyone else I had known before and um, he went out to the uh, cherry orchard to meet his family and I think we sh- I showed up in this beautiful country that I had never been to anything like that before with the mountains and on this beautiful lake yeah. and his parents were staying in a trailer uh-huh. all of our meals were outside on a deck and everybody uh-huh. was the joke was how long would I last? I don't remember <laughs> if we camped, or stayed in a tent. Uh-huh. Well, we would have because there was no basement because there was no house, so we would have stayed. Right. We would have stayed in a a tent. And if that wasn't my first time, it definitely would have been one of my first times. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, Mary. And you stuck with him. You're and still I with stuck, him. Yes. <laughs> 33 years later. I should say you're still with us because you, you, you got the whole package. That's right. right. <laughs> so, wow. So when that, do you remember that little trailer? I mean, when I think about it now, did my parents uh, go into Kalispell to their house at night? Or did you remember that, that we all stayed in tents there or... I mean, I there was think, no structure. Yeah, I don't think your parents came to the house. I think we went to the house a couple times because, like, when we would have, I'm pretty sure we would have gone to Glacier during that first visit, right? Because mm-hmm, it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't a given I was ever coming back. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I know we went into town. Yeah. So. Yeah. And in yeah. fact, I know we went to Glacier because we got engaged that summer. Oh, you um, did? Up okay. in Glacier. Mm-hmm. All right. That was the summer. Wow. And uh, I remember fishing mm-hmm. with you. So, <laughs> so do I. <laughs> and you, you had like a pa- I fished. You didn't yeah. fish. Yeah. Um, but you sat in a on the ground or in a lawn chair or something and wrote postcards. I did. Yep. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> And nobody made wow. me feel like a party pooper. It was okay that I wasn't fishing, that I was just sitting on the sides enjoying nature. <laughs> Are you and sure? I, <laughs> no, I think you. I think everybody was pretty kind. We weren't. Te- we weren't teasing you. Huh? No. Um, that year, 
would you have been there and picked cherries and worked up at the cherry stand? All of that process there in 85, 86? 86. Yeah, I would think so. I don't, I don't, uh, I went there for a lot of years before I ever ate cherries. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't, I, I, well, at least I didn't, I thought I didn't like cherries. Mm-hmm. So I probably went there for about 10 years before I would pick cherries off the tree and eat them the way that we do now. I'm sure, I'm sure I indulged in your mom's cherry pie and all the other cherry creations that we had, but Mm -hmm. I don't remember the picking the cherries specifically that year, but if we picked, I'm sure I did some. What about your next 30 some years? You two have been married. Uh, Gosh, what is what was this year then? If you got married in eighty seven, yeah, thirty three. Have you been every year or every summer, except for maybe when you lived in Australia? So we went when even when we lived in Australia, we oh, went. You did. I remember. Wow. I don't believe I went when um, our youngest daughter Chloe was born. Because uh-huh. she was born in August. Okay. So I think um, I wouldn't have flown that year. Mm-hmm. And let's see. The other two are fall. I feel like there was uh, maybe one other time mm-hmm. that, wow. that I didn't go. Uh, so I know I remember one year staying back with Chloe because she had a soccer commitment. Oh. And we didn't know what date it would end depending on how things turned out. So... The rest of the family went, and her and I were going to uh, drive. And at the last minute, her, her soccer ended, so we could end up um, not having to stay back in Texas for the second weekend. And we were going to drive, and I was just dreading the drive, her and mm-hmm. I, by myself. Yeah. And I got online, and they were, <laughs> I got this wonderful price on tickets, and we ended up flying, and I was so happy yeah. that we could fly. You have a knack for that, I think, do you remember the building of the house then? I do. Which, well, I probably, I mean, I remember working and helping. I probably remember more like the phases, right? So the phase of when your parents just had the trailer and then when the deck was at it where we could cook and have some shelter when it would rain. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first several years going there it would definitely not be the best weather and a little bit cooler. And then I remember working on the house and I don't know if, if that was just one summer or, or two and, you know, staining and doing different things, but yeah. 91. Uh, I'm going to make sure that I get a timeline here because I'm sure my dad will be able to do that for me. Uh, (laughs) Positive. (laughs) Um, And we laugh because um, of my, our dad, the strongest characteristics is uh, his recording of dates and details. He and uh, knowing who was at the cherry orchard when, and all of those things that uh, maybe would be called a little compulsive. He is going to help us with the exact times, but it seems that 1991 maybe was when the construction started, the, okay. the winter. I remember 
the deck that preceded the house. I, I, you just mentioned that you remember cooking and the weather wasn't always the greatest. Do you remember if um, my mother would have done most of the cooking those early years? Or do you remember cooking some meal that I do not remember if at, even at that time uh, we people were, yeah. I, I don't remember when we were, when it was out there, how we handled the food. The things I remember about your um, mom, mainly um, her cooking or her pies. And then I remember uh-huh. her cooking skills outside of our time at the um, orchard when she would come and visit me uh-huh, at uh-huh. my house. I remember more. I always thought she was, she, I, she could take any leftovers or clean out your <laughs> freezer and come up with a meal. So that's what I always counted, yeah. counted on her to do for me when she would come to visit. But at the lake, I always think of huckleberry pies that she would make uh, yeah. and cherry pies. Mm-hmm. Sour cherry um, pies and she yeah. was always, you know, busy helping. Even if you, even if at the time when everybody else would start cooking, you know, she always helped to, set the table on everything and um and I always remember she always went last she yes. everybody else went first she always went and she she made every, made sure everybody else had food before she would get hers mm-hmm. what about your your trips with your kids did uh, it always seemed like they were very complicated part of it was as they got older they were very active in sports as you mentioned about Chloe so you you guys, your family would, you know, figure out some way to get to the lake around this schedule or that schedule or, you know, this tournament, it seemed like, and not always driving, although maybe you have some, some stories about that, I can imagine. (laughs) Once when I drove the three kids and two dogs by myself in Texas in a Jetta, we, we, we wanted to stop in Amarillo, Texas, and they were sold out all the mm. hotels for a softball convention. Oh. So oh around, I don't know, 11 o'clock midnight, we had to drive an extra hour and I was exhausted. None of the kids could drive at yeah. that point. And we ended up staying in a very nasty hotel. And I was like, don't touch anything. <laughs> and I got up very early the next morning and hightailed it. And I think I drove like an incredible number of miles that day to get oh, there. Because that's all wow. I wanted to do was just get there at that point. I don't know why John wasn't with him if he, I I think a lot of the, well, it was either the kids or work schedules, uh, you know, cause us sometimes to just come at different times to, you know, one of us to drive or fly. And then, then we did several trips with our motor homes and with friends Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they were adventures. Yes, I bet. I can imagine. <laughs> I I think I know the answer to this, but do your kids have certain things about coming to the lake? And I will definitely talk with them that they have um, transmitted to you over the years of things that you, you, when you go to the lake, you must, for example, water ski or you must go huckleberrying. You know, do your, your kids have certain things that they they live for when they come to the cherry orchard i think they each i'm sure they each have probably different things that are their favorites Mm -hmm. 
I think for them, seeing family, just that, just being outside and, you know, when they were little, the freedom of being able to roam the property and sort of do what they want, stay up late, hang out with their cousins, watch movies mm-hmm. that maybe I wouldn't have let them watch at home. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it, to, for me, I always thought of it, the things like it was like that they were going to camp every year, mm-hmm. except camp with their family. And it's the same way yeah. that, you know, some kids go to a camp with friends every year for my kids. I always mm-hmm. felt like it was going to camp, but with their family and they looked forward mm-hmm. to it every year. And how about you? Do you have something that you really like about when you get there? Like, do you like, oh gosh, for many years, remember there was that relaxation station yeah. that Jamie. <laughs> on the water? <laughs> not the in the water. Wa- on the water. I most look forward to. <laughs> Ah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Well, are you not a cold water fan? But I mean, when we were younger, Uh, I used to like the water skiing. It was it was fun doing that. And I remember you. I remember one of the kids saying that moms, moms or ladies don't know how to water ski. And Mm. I was pregnant. I think it was. Who do you think it was? I think it was Abby. And it was more general. It was how come. Women (laughs) don't water ski. (laughs) And I was pregnant and you weren't going to let that comment stand on its own. So after I think many years of not having water skied, you got up and you water skied. Yeah. Uh, Yes, I recall being challenged (laughs) secretly. Uh, We couldn't we couldn't let her move to the next uh, birthday with thinking that sort of (laughs) fallacy. Oh, my God. (laughs) What about um, so if it's not the water, which, you know, I just that that's news to me. I didn't know that. What what was it about the cherry orchard that kept you coming back, (laughs) keeps you coming back? It's still it's still a still a happiness yeah I think the family you know uh, for me one of the greatest blessings in my life is the Emerson family so I think that I've always just looked forward to spending time with people and and then we're just so fortunate that we have such a beautiful spot to do it in well I have to say one of the things I when I think about you at the orchard, I think about how you make the rounds and you make sure, even if you have just one day overlap with people, you, you try to talk to each person, or I always feel like you always try to make time for, for each of us. It's sort of like you're, you know, uh, you're finding out what's happening in our lives and you set aside time for each, each person. And, you know, if you have to sit up at the cherry stand, you'll, you'll do that. If you have to, you know, process cherries, you'll do that. It's sort of the method of um, how do I connect with all of these people in a short period of time? Yeah, the week goes by quick, trying to catch up depending on who's there and who, who we've had the opportunity to see, uh, you know, throughout the year so. Yeah, I think, you know, for me, that's probably um, that. And just the, the 
camaraderie of everybody there. And, you know, for me, it's always been like my kids just love going there and we love going there. And, you know, that's why we've brought friends there. And, uh, when you brought, you've brought your family, there's family mm-hmm. members that you've also brought. It's been wonderful. Yep. Your parents yep. came, yep. right? Parents, and my sister and her kids. Yep. Debbie. Yeah. What about your, your, um, let's see, Debbie's kids, mm-hmm. right? Not every, two of them, two of the three have been Later, there. Later, when the first time she came, um, her, her kids she... were teenagers, middle school age. Yeah, uh-huh. so they came and then the... Uh-huh. And then they've come as right. adults. Yep. And then also have your children brought, well, Clark has brought friends or friends of his have joined us. I don't know that he brought them, right? So... Is it? Yes, is that right? Yeah, he brought his friend Jacob when he was younger. I think it was all part of a mm-hmm. ploy to win the basketball tournaments. And then, as an adult, Jacob, I think it was well, not this past year, so 2019, they met up. I think 2019 or 18, wow. they met up. Wow, um, out there, huh. so. In laws, <laughs> my kids. In laws, that's right. Yeah, that's. Uh-huh. I think John even had told customers to stop by when we owned the motorhome business. <laughs> and then you know, Stan. She sent Stan yeah. there, and then Stan and your dad have created quite the friendship. So, when you think about that that long ago time when you hadn't seen much of the world. Now you're, you know, a world traveler. It must've been sort of like going into the wilderness, like people <laughs> think of, you know, I mean, really, you were such a city girl and, uh, you know, the, the bathroom situation, the, you know, the what, I mean, when you first came, it's just kind of amazing that you came back <laughs> When I think about that, it would have been shocking. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember that. I do remember you say that. I mean, this shows my ignorance. I remember, you know, as I got to know your parents and you and your siblings and how educated and smart and what great people. I'm like, oh, they aren't these Western, you know, cowboys that I thought they were. Tell me the story. Didn't Chloe break her arm one time? Was that Chloe that broke her arm getting on the airplane? Uh, that was Abby. And that was probably one of my worst <laughs> parenting moments of my life. So the no. night before, we had gone to a baseball game. And our friends oh, from Australia okay. were visiting. And so oh, we had gosh. taken them out to a baseball game. And Abby and, and Clark were running down the ramp, leave, exiting. And they were racing. And who pushed who? I'm not sure. But anyway, she broke her arm. So... Here we are in the hospital at, you know, eight, 10 o'clock at night. And she had eaten a hot dog and you cannot have anesthesia <laughs> if you've eating anything. Oh, and I proceed to tell the doctor, well, we are going to Montana tomorrow because I had my friends from Australia there. And he's, he, he proceeded to tell me he was not going to be setting this child's arm right away so that we could go. But then we ended up coming around and... And I think he felt sorry for me, realized I had no idea what I was talking about anyway. 
He ended up coming in really early in the morning. Oh, wow. He set her arm. Come on. So we got on the plane and from, well, we went to um, Bozeman first because we went to Yellowstone before. Oh, right. um, Okay. And then we drove up to the lake. But she proceeded to throw up at like every airport on the plane. And (laughs) it just was not good. Lesson to be learned, really. Cancel the flight and fly the next day. Let the child recover. recover the huh? sedation out of oh, them. So, wow. Yeah, that, that wasn't, a, that wow, wasn't wow, the wow. finest parenting moment. <laughs> I just remember her seeing her and she had a broken arm and it had somehow happened right before you yeah. were coming. And I just thought, oh my gosh, such a, it's complicated yeah. anyway to get, uh, to go away for a period of time. And but I think when I you go to the lake, did get the little cover so that she could swim while we were there because that would have been devastating. Oh, for her. so even though she broke her, oh, arm and so uh, she still she. You mean you could get like some cover, kind of cover to cover like the cast, and she was able to swim. Seriously, yeah, so I think I got a few points no. back on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Parent parenting yeah, points, parenting you mean? Uh huh. Uh-huh, got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay, so one of the things that I think about when I go to the lake. If I go, I don't usually leave the lake, not because I don't want to, <laughs> but because I don't feel like I can. Now, talking with Nancy, she feels like she can't leave the lake because because we're always she the doesn't want to. <laughs> no, no, because she doesn't want to miss anything, even though she says said there might not be anything to miss. But, you know, <laughs> going she <laughs> She remembers going up to Glacier and hiking one time and something happened by the time it was hailing. You might remember this because I think you and John were there hiking the the wall that goes up to the mm, Granite Chalet, not going all the way because of the weather. And so turning back and then finding out that you couldn't go down the going to the sun highway because there had been a car crash or something that stopped the traffic. So John knew how to get out the east side and then follow highway two. And he knew, (laughs) but she said it took all of this time to get back to the lake and she would never want. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So you know how reluctant she is to leave. Over whatever those passes are called. Go into it. Look, look, look out. out. I'm mm-hmm. never going again at midnight. <laughs> Let me tell you that because I'm scarred. Well, it wasn't hey, so a much that. Here is John <laughs> scarring people. Okay. When your family comes, you often do go away from the lake. You go to the park. Where else do you go? Um, we usually go to Big Fork at least once you know <laughs> i don't know we can't get enough montana souvenirs <laughs> our daughter-in-law says that's all john owns are <laughs> either montana t-shirts or counts them every time he wears them <laughs> oh dear so yeah you uh, usually go to glacier every year um not every year but i think because you know we we have brought a lot of company out there so we typically yeah, yeah. will I'm a, a bit of an entertainer when it comes to, you know, if I, I yeah. do feel an obligation to make sure that they have a good time. So yeah. while 
I would call yeah. that a host, <laughs> a, host. a good host. <laughs> so I always feel like when we tell people about coming to the lake and how beautiful it is and everything, which is all true. I was also a part of me. I was like, I wonder if they really understand. We're just really hanging out, not doing a, a whole lot of anything. Yeah. Yeah. And so right. there's always this part of me that feels like if I bring somebody out there, I need to make sure. Cause you know, most people they are not coming back to Montana again. So, you know, yes, whether it's right. a, Right. A float trip or the park or mm-hmm, a visit mm-hmm. to well I know my kids have benefited or did as young younger kids benefited from some of those trips because you know I wasn't going <laughs> anywhere <laughs> so they got to go on a float trip they got to go you know to the park probably and um, Big Fork I'm sure they've gone along for the ride for that so yeah I mean some of the things that like I think about Casey going with cousins to uh, Polson, for example, to the mm-hmm, used clothing mm-hmm. store. You know, <laughs> some of those things are just to break the the routine. Yeah. I mean, just to do something yep. for fun, fishing, huckleberrying, all of those things are are the extra parts of going to the lake. So, do you feel like you have uh, a certain role when you're there, Mary? Do you have something that's sort of your um, purview that either doesn't get done when you're not there or doesn't get done in, in the right way? That sounds like such an Emerson thing to say. Do you have something that you think of as yours that you... French toast casserole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> French, toast, French toast casserole, and I would say, uh-huh. but not really... Not really the um, sort of the running of the orchard. I feel like when I'm there, I'm a I'm a okay worker bee. I just uh, in the old. I mean, I think I probably did a lot more when I was younger, but I I feel there's so many hands that you know it's and especially now with uh, the my kids and your age kids and the mm-hmm. other ones are making dinner and the cousins that are my kids age they're making dinner there's even less meals nowadays that our generation has to sign up for so but I think um you know if they need somebody I probably tend to go up to the stand more mm-hmm. than other people I feel like as I was listening mm-hmm. to your your Andrew's um podcast you know and he was quite honest that it's for a lot of them it's not all that fun right it's hot in the afternoon yeah. when it gets yeah. slow and you yeah. know um, people like steve enjoys going up there but uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, i'm willing to go up there and to do that if if either to sh- you know to sit with somebody else and enjoy the company or i don't mind it because I know it needs to be done. And there's other people that uh-huh. do a lot of other work that I don't do. So that's sort of something I, I don't love, but I'll, I don't mind doing it either. Yeah. What about, um, I think of you as being the raspberry oh, yeah, queen. Yeah, the raspberries. But Jan has yeah, taken you that do. role the last couple of years. So yeah, I she's, she? okay. I, she's almost, hmm. I think she's probably better than me, but yes. And I used to like going up there with your mom <laughs> and picking, the picking yeah. the raspberries. Yeah, yeah. I also, uh, I was just thinking when you talked about the 
the cherry stand, I also like to go up there and not, I, I like the later part of the day, even though it's hot and dusty, but I, I, I don't like to put my hands in the cold water <laughs> of washing cherries. <laughs> I would rather, I like picking cherries and I would rather pick, you know, double, I can't because Uncle Jim's already taken care of it or he used to. Um, I'd rather have to pick double my share of cherries than, wash. than, than wash cherries anytime. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't feel like I pick a whole lot of cherries these days. I tend to be more of a washer because by the time they come yeah. down, they're, I'm up, they're already picked. So I'm washing and sorting. Yeah, yeah. And again, it's partly it's, I guess it's our aging, you know, our aging and uh, then all the younger, all the extra yeah. hands. I mean, all of the extra mid-aged adults in their 20s and 30s now that are that are doing so much of the the labor it's it's kind of interesting to watch the do you remember the cherry stand when grandma bell and dolores were there um yep yep and i guess i remember at the i think the thing that i most remember about the cherry stand is your mom and how just she so much enjoyed talking to people. You know, if there's yeah. a memory about the cherry stand that sticks out, it's probably that one. And how she would just uh -huh. get, have so much fun visiting with people up there. Yeah, I remember that too. She did. She loved that. Can I get you to leave me with any parting thoughts about the cherry orchard or your Montana Experience. experiences? <laughs> mm -hmm. I think the older I get, the greater appreciation I have for your parents and their ability to let all these people come to their home, take it over, basically, mm. yeah. for mm -hmm. two weeks, a month, however long that, you know, it extends. And uh, just, you know, that's a hard thing to do. Uh, now that I experience it when my kids come to my house, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, your yeah, adult, adult kids, kids, right? Your come. adult kids, so yeah. I just, I think that's amazing. And yeah, I remember, you know, there are times there a child broke a door um, screen or this or that, <laughs> you know. And it's just like your dad just, you know, rolls with the punches. And yes, you know, he might have like, who broke that or whatever. But I'm like. That's a lot to have all these people yeah. come to your house. So mm -hmm. I think I, mm -hmm. that's the thing probably I've learned is, is what a, what a great trait and their ability to do that. <laughs> and then I just think of, you know, all the great lessons for, for myself, for my kids, you know, like. We went, would go there and we would do street cleanup and they learned mm -hmm. how to, you know, the highway cleanup. They would, yeah. there, you know, there was, you wouldn't waste anything. We would, you know, sell the cherries and the cherries that aren't, um, that maybe aren't good enough to sell. Then they go into juice mm -hmm. or wine and then mm -hmm. that goes into cherry leather 
and mm-hmm. you know they were skills and things that I really hadn't seen growing up yeah and so yeah. I think those lessons the lessons of opening up your home to anyone mm-hmm. I always think of all the neighbor friends that would just drop by and and always yeah. welcome <laughs> of everybody you know pitching in and working together to to create mm-hmm. something that's that is enjoyable for all so for me that's what I just I just think there's so many great life lessons to to that were learned there so I think that's why it's so special for 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 me yeah yeah that's great those are great thoughts and I agree with you that's I I see each one of those things as well and really have appreciated Again, learning not just for my kids, but right. myself, right. you know, yep. <laughs> yep. as an adult and as an aging adult, they still are really important. So, well, thanks. Thanks for your input and for yeah, joining me. And it's hard for me to think about all the different facets of that place. And everybody has such a different viewpoint about it, that it's fun to, to just be talking mm-hmm. with people and, and hearing what yeah. they say. So. Yeah certainly special that's for sure all right Mary. All right. thanks Thank again you. and have a great rest all of your right. day thanks bye Judy. okay mary has given us a takeaway of lessons learned come back to cherry orchard conversations to hear more if you're a friend or family member and you have stories of the cherry orchard let me know thanks for listening